So this very innocent question that got asked of me has turned into a very deep philosophical conversation that I've had with myself. And I am now having with you on the podcast to really question why do so many of us tie our self-worth to external validation? Welcome to the No BS Business School podcast, the show where powerhouse women learn how to sell differently, ditch pro marketing, and build financially lucrative businesses. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield. After spending over 20 years in the charity world, I realized that the fluffy, trendy marketing and sales tactics being taught online aren't all that effective for industry experts like you. In each episode, I give you the tangible steps to build a profitable business that is wildly successful and equally fulfilling. Money, marriage, business strategy, and marketing, we talk about it all. This is where the evolution of your business begins. Let's get started. School is starting back for my daughter, and I had an interesting encounter lately, kind of just doing that small talk that stopped me in my tracks and really caused me to think about my business, myself, who I am in a very introspective way when I was asked a very simple question. And that question was, what do you do? And I immediately went into, I do this and this is what I do. And I have a podcast and I was running down the professional route and they stopped and said, oh, well, what do you do outside of business? And I blanked. I couldn't actually think of anything to answer that question with. And I'm almost embarrassed to admit that because I feel like I should be an example of balance. I teach about business. I teach specifically to women. I'm very brass tacks and no nonsense when it comes to my approach to things, pragmatic even if I could use that word. But I have a very skewed and sometimes unhealthy view of my own identity and it's very much tied into what I do for a living. And it's always been that way. I feel very personally fulfilled through my work and I find a tremendous amount of meaning within it as well. I talk a lot to my clients and my students about the fact that I truly believe all of us were put here for a reason, that we each have a unique gift that we can be sharing with the world in some way that can actually make other people's lives better. And I feel like my purpose very much has been what I'm doing now, which is helping women be able to build legacy for themselves using their own unique gifts to help other people's lives get better and they get paid for it at the same time. And the more success that I see my clients have, the more fulfilled I become because their success, your success is my success. But I also recognize that this is not healthy. Having so much of my own identity entwined into my career and my professional goals and my outcomes isn't necessarily the best way to approach life. And it makes for very awkward conversations in the playground. So this very innocent question that got asked of me has turned into a very deep philosophical conversation that I've had with myself. And I am now having with you on the podcast to really question why do so many of us tie our self-worth to external validation? And when I was preparing for this podcast and really having to think about what I wanted to say And how I wanted to answer that question, I feel like for me, and perhaps for you as well, one of the reasons why we're so validated by our profession 
and our businesses is because for so long we were told to dim our light. That as women, talented women, we couldn't show up other people. For me, it was always don't show the men up in the room. I have had more conversations with people behind closed doors and more employee reviews and performance reviews and every other review under the sun where at some point somebody said, you make things look too easy and you make people feel bad about themselves because of it. And the people, I'm going to put them brackets, were men every single time. And when you are a go-getter, when you are somebody who is type A, when you are somebody who's driven professionally and you're proud of that, it's really hard to be told to dial it down and dial it back. And when we have a boss, like I did, I had numerous bosses, I had to listen. And one of the reasons why I actually left my career was because I didn't want to answer to bosses anymore. I didn't want to be told you need to dial it back. I didn't want to have a bridle and reins put on me. I wanted to be able to just drop it all and run as hard as I could, as fast as I could, and prove to myself and to anyone else around me, look what I can do. I wanted my hold my purse moment where I could walk into the room, hand my purse over and say, hold it for me, please. I'm getting to work. And entrepreneurship allows that to happen as a woman who's really driven. We don't get restraints put on us. We aren't told to be less We aren't told to dim it down. We aren't told to dial it back. Because if we do those things, we won't be successful. And it's such an opportunity to be able to say, I told you so. Especially to us internally, like that internal conversation of saying, do I really have what it takes to run a business? Do I have what it takes to be successful in business? Do I have what it takes to make my own money? And getting out there and being able to say, yes, yes, and yes. That doesn't come from having to dim your light. That comes from shining bright. But that tying, but that tie-in of our self-worth to that external validation, it also brings problems. For me, quite candidly, one of the things that I have struggled with the most is making friends in real, authentic, deep ways. Because as an entrepreneur, I find it really difficult to have conversations with people about things that don't have to do with business because my brain is usually always on business. Even if I'm not working, I'm thinking about it. I have an idea. I have a notebook in every single room in the house. I keep a notebook in my purse that's business ideas. My notes section on my phone is full and it doesn't leave a lot of room in my brain for other things. So small talk in friendships becomes really difficult, especially when you're friends with people who are not also entrepreneurs. And I want to do an entire podcast about this one day because I really think I'm not alone with this. Like I believe there are a lot of us who are very professionally driven and don't have tons of friendships around us. Not because we're not great people and not because we don't want them, but it's often situational. And it is also difficult to find other people that we can relate to. I've been making a lot of attempts to try to find more meaning in my life beyond my work. And I don't mean with my as a wife or as a mother, because I have deep meaning in both of those things. And I never question that. But Jan, Jan as a person, and maybe you can relate to this and maybe you have this feeling too. What are the other things that make me happy? What are the other things that fulfill me? 
and not to sound hokey, but can I find another way of being able to practice self-love that doesn't involve business? So I've been trying things. First, I started trying journaling because everybody says that you're supposed to start the routine in the morning when you're an entrepreneur by journaling for half an hour. So I bought the journal. I've talked about the journal. I scheduled journaling into my actual day and I have yet to unwrap and open the journal. I am a journaling failure. And then I got more intentional about it. So I thought, well, if I'm not going to journal, what are the things that you already do day to day that you can maybe start incorporating some new ways to find yourself outside of your business? So I added it as a goal. (laughs) I'm laughing as I say this. If you follow me, if you listen to me for a while, or if you work with me, you know that I talk about goal setting a lot. And I work out of planners and I'm very goal focused. So I thought, well, if it's on paper and I set it as a goal, a quarterly goal, every quarter, I'm going to add a personal goal in with my business goals. I'll surely achieve that. And what did I do? I did every single business goal and ignored the personal goal because the business goals make me feel happier. They're not as challenging. I don't need to look internally as much and question myself as much. I feel far more confident in business than I do any other place in my life. And those personal goals sitting there staring up at me from my full focus planner every single quarter with a big X beside it has just become another reminder of this question I keep kind of battle my way through. Who are you outside of work? I sometimes wonder if this is a generational thing because I'm a Gen Xer and I was raised by parents who lived through the war. So my mom and dad were older when they had me. I was older when I had my daughter and they saw war. They lived in it. And so in my house, it was very much talked about that we work hard. We're thankful for what we have. We work hard for what we have. There was no complaining allowed whatsoever. I remember my grandmother taking the onion bag and filling it with little bars of soap and putting it into the shower, into the bath, so that we would use every single piece of soap with that homemade little sponge that was there, like a loofah. And my mother did that. I do not do that. That was one of the things I was like, I think I'm going to stop that with my mom. But the concept still remains deep within me. We work hard for what we have. Our things are tied to the money we make. The money we make is tied to our accomplishments and our willingness to work for it. And I believe for many of us who were raised in that generation, that intense focus on our success be being defined by how hard we work, it automatically forced our identity into our work. And then as work became something that you couldn't shut off anymore, and we started having laptops coming home with us and phones coming home with us, and we were on call 24-7, for those of us like me who already were right on that edge of not having good balance, well, we just tipped right over the cliff. One of the reasons why in my new boot camp I'm running the Thriving Business Bootcamp, I'm focusing on mindset and boundary setting, specifically for women. And I'm doing this because I don't think there is enough conversations happening in the business space 
about how different it is for us to manage loads and be able to compartmentalize where things fit into our life. What fits into the personal bucket? What fits into the work bucket? And how can we figure this out collectively? How I'm focusing on this now and finding my own way to balance the pride that I have in my business and in my professional abilities with Jan as a woman is really starting to see that the business success I have and that external validation that I get from it allows me to create the life that I want outside of my work. We recently sold our house and we're on our way to be moving. And that move would not have happened if it wasn't for the fact that I do what I do. It wasn't easy because of the fact that I'm an entrepreneur. That's a completely other conversation. But the life that I envision for myself, for my husband, for my daughter, the moments that I want to have and those core memories I want to build with them, those are all being fueled by my business. And I don't know if I will ever be able to fully separate myself from work, but I'm starting to be able to see that the blending of the two can come together and that I can find not necessarily balance, but perhaps a healthier blend between the two lives. And if you're in this world as well, and you're starting to think about you know, how, who am I beyond my business? Who am I beyond my title? Who am I beyond my profession? Some of the questions that I am currently working through, and I would encourage you to think about as well, would be number one, decide what's important to you. It truly is your life. You're doing this for your own reasons. And those reasons matter. They're allowed. They should be validated, but they should also be clarified. So if business is like number one on the top of your importance in your definition of who, like that's what defines you, well, what's number two, three, and four? Because I believe strongly we're allowed to prioritize that as number one, but we should also have some other things underneath our base. And I mean, again, more than motherhood or being a spouse, but friendships, community involvement, hobbies, heck, even just like Netflix and a good whiskey sour every now and again. The other consideration that we should be looking at is rebuilding our networks. I had an amazing best friend in my life for years. Like she was the friend of all friends. And as many things happen, life happens and people drift apart. Well, recently she's returned back into my life. And it was actually business that brought us back together because she's now become an entrepreneur She's taken her brilliance and turned it into her own business. And our conversations about business have opened up that door to that friendship again. And I have another friend who is my business bestie that I refer to all the time as. And we meet weekly just privately to talk about business and what's happening and having an opportunity to have a sounding ground. And yes, business is still tied in there. But the conversations also are not always just business-based. And I think it's important for female entrepreneurs to have friends who also do what we do. So when we talk about the stress levels we're feeling or the anxiousness we feel or feeling like, I don't know how do I define myself outside of my business, the people that are hearing that message are going to resonate with it and be empathetic, not just look at you like with pity. 
like I was looked at in the park. There's been a lot of research done on adult friendships. And it's been proven that having just three or five close friends really is associated with the highest levels of life satisfaction. And there's no reason why those friends can't be in your life because the business brought them to you. Like I said before, I plan on doing another podcast about this specifically because I believe there's many, many, many women who are trying to figure out how to build friendships as well as entrepreneurs, as professionally driven women. So we'll be talking more about that sometime in the future. And the last thing that I'm working on, and this is pure Jan, is freeing time up in my life to be able to schedule in non-work-related things. And you may roll your eyes when you hear that and be like, oh my gosh, Jan, like seriously, you have to schedule your life into your work? I do. If I didn't, I would just work because that's how much I enjoy it. But in my effort to find a healthier relationship with my work and my identity, trying to put things into my day-to-day that do not have anything to do with me actually making money is something that I'm trying. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm hoping it goes better than my attempts to journal and my quarterly goal setting, but I'm trying. And I think that's what matters the most. At the end of the day, finding who we are outside of our business is something that takes a lot of time. And I also think we should show ourselves a lot of grace in the process. Many of us burnt out in our careers because we couldn't get that off switch to happen. And I don't want to see that happen for you in your business any more than I don't want that to happen in mine. So finding that off switch, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of testing, a lot of trial, a lot of error, but we'll find it. And until then, I'm going to go back to enjoying my day, my business, and every single opportunity I have to work with you. Because healthy or not, balanced or not, God, it lights me up. I'd love to hear from you on this topic. And if you jumped into my DMs on Instagram, you can follow me at janditchfield.co. How are you doing with this? Have you been able to find your identity outside of your business? Are you finding balance? Or are you like me and you're still trying to figure this out? This is a work in progress, so to speak. Shoot me a DM and let me know. I always, always appreciate hearing from you. And until next time, I'm lifting my glass to you. Here's to feisty, independent women living life on our own terms and figuring the rest of it out as we go. Stay resilient and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at jandishville.co. Stay resilient and I'll catch you on the next episode.